We present The Castle, written by Kim Fuller and Paul Alexander. This week on The Castle, a prince, a party and a protest. Oh, good morning, Bates. Good morning, sire. May I dress you in your breakfast chemise? You may. Your griddle cake bib? Oh, oh yes. Oh, good. Oh. Your muffin gloves? Muffins. Oh, yum, yum. And finally, sire... <laughs> yes, yes, hurry up. This protective helmet. Yes, what... Why do I need a protective helmet? It's not for you, sire, it's for me. For when I reveal I haven't actually made any breakfast and you throw that tray at me. <laughs> you know, Bates, you really are a complete factotum. Thank you, sir. Hello, father. Morning, Anne. By the way, Bates has a crash helmet on if you'd like to throw something at his head. No, but I do require Bates's services. I need a strong pair of hands for my chest. <laughs> That's what got him thrown out of Downton Abbey. I... My old toy chest, Father. I'm spring cleaning and I need it fetched from our attic. Tis very heavy and a weak and feeble woman can hardly be expected to... Is this it, Anne? I'll just put it here. It would appear to be on my foot, Lady Charlotte. Good work, Charlotte. Right, I'm off to the larder to scrounge a sausage. Ooh, let's open the chest up, Charlotte. <gasps> oh, look at this, my little pony. Must have been in there for years. Mm. Starting to niff a bit. <laughs> I still think you should have buried it. Oh, look, my Sylvanian Woodstock family. Oh. Sir John, the daddy squirrel, and his wife, mommy squirrel. Oh, and who's this little squirrel with pins sticking out of him? Oh, that's their evil hellspawn Henry squirrel. <laughs> Morning, every dude. Ooh, what's that chest? Treasure. Well, not unless you treasure mummified ponies or plastic squirrels. <laughs> Ooh, who's this one with the crown and the silk dress? Ah, uh, it's Sir John Squirrel's daughter, Princess Anne. Oh, Charlotte, that's how my life was supposed to turn out. You were supposed to grow a bushy red tail. I was supposed to meet a prince and be a princess. But look at me. Oh, cheer up, Anne. Look, some old exercise books. This one's composition. Oh, such a babyish story with crude pictures and terrible spelling. Actually, that's mine. I did it yesterday. Must have fallen out of my pocket. <laughs> you never did like composition. Not my fault. That tutor was always picking on me because there were only three of us in the class. You, me and Kate Puddleton. <laughs> Do you remember Kate? Lovely girl. Oh, no, that was an act. She was really annoying and common. Her dad ran a party novelties company. <laughs> and her mum was an ex-stewardess on the London to Oxford carriage. You just never liked her because she was more popular than you. Life is not a popularity contest, Charlotte. And I've never got the acclaim I deserve for inventing that phrase. Right, open the window, Bates. I want to hear the breakfast news. Well, not Master Charles and Mistress Bleakley, sir. Ah, no, don't worry, Bates. They were removed and pilloried in the stocks in front of the whole village. How awful for them, sir. At least for once they got an audience. <laughs> oh, yay, oh, yay! Seven o'clock and all's well! Royal Treasurer's report shows that 0.001% of the population owns 104% of the world. <laughs> Oh, yay, Royal Treasurer sacked for being rubbish at maths. You know, Charlotte, you're right. I'm going to cheer up and put away childish things. That squirrel was just fantasy. Ordinary little girls don't grow up to be princesses. Oh, yay, Crown Prince William betrothed to local girl Kate Puddleton. What? I said Crown Prince William betrothed. <laughs> yeah, I think she heard you. Really? How can you tell? By the way, 
she's about to throw a large toy chest at you. Duncan? Uh, Duncan, what are you doing scrabbling around in the closet? There are so many responses to that question, sir. Give me the shortest one. I'm trying to put a ceremonial outfit together. I found my chasuble. I'm sure my globus crucifer is in here. I only saw it the other day. Have you checked down the back of the sofa? Yes, this is so irritating. I need it for the big day. What big day? Oh, haven't you heard? It is rumoured that the king's son is to marry a local girl. And she wants the wedding in Woodstock, which means... You'll be officiating, I see. A royal wedding is a feather in your cap indeed. A feather which may yet see my cardinal's cap swapped for a papal mitre. So so you can come out of the closet now? In a limited fashion. <laughs> that means everything all right, sir. I uh, sense you're vexed. Ah, tis all this talk of weddings. It, it makes me realise I'm no closer to marrying Lady Anne than I was when I arrived in this one witch town. Then perhaps tis time to move on. Cast Anne from your thoughts. Ooh. This wedding will be attended by many single attractive ladies of court. Ladies in waiting, waiting for a man like you. You mean I should court one of them, marry her instead of Anne? Precisely, sire. Ah, thus making Anne jealous, causing her to yearn for that which she has foolishly missed out upon. No, forget Anne. I'm simply urging you to fall in love, get married, have a family. Making Anne jealous, not just of my beautiful wife, but of my twelve perfect children, too. Brilliant. I will also purchase a Labradoodle puppy to make her more jealous yet. Sire, to be clear, I am not advising you to get married and buy a Labradoodle to make Lady Anne jealous. No, of course not. I know that. Good. I will buy a cockapoo. <laughs> Whatever. If you want me, I'll be in the vestry polishing my globus. <laughs> I have called this meeting to share with you the good burgers of Woodstock and with Master Ronald MacDonald, the less good burger of Woodstock. Thank you, sir. Some joyous news. We are playing host to the forthcoming royal wedding. And I'm sure none of you will begrudge the extra 2% tithe on your incomes it will take to pay for it. That's outrageous. We're all doomed. Right. Right, right. So, so, so if that's it, uh, I now declare this meeting... Uh, Jedediah Wayne, right? Uh, Residence Committee. Why should we pay for the wedding? Because, uh, you are all the King's subjects. Seems the poor keep getting poorer while the rich just get richer. Look, we can't afford to upset the rich because if they get upset, they might leave the country. Be bad because we need them to provide something called the trickle down effect, which is a, a special service that benefits all of us. What is this trickle down effect, sir? Well, uh, if a rich man spends ten guineas on a thoroughbred horse, he'll need carrots for it, which he may well buy from one of you for a penny, is he? No. <laughs> Every time a rich man spends a penny, it trickles down onto all of you. That could have gone better. Uh, morning, Anne. Charlotte, you are up with the cock. Yeah, that was the plan, but he's not coming. 
a letter to say he double-booked us with a Winchester Women's Institute. Oh, right, I see. Uh, what are you talking about? I've been organising Kate Puddleton's hen night. Yeah, Charlotte tried to book an exotic dancer called Lord Chippendale of Sixpack. Mm. <laughs> so to replace him, I've engaged a high-class dance troupe instead. See? The full Sir Monty. Six stripping nights. Oh, as it says here, six stripping boogie nights to remember. And boogie nights are always the best in town. <laughs> We're very excited, aren't we, Anne? I don't see what the big deal is. It's just a wedding. It's a royal wedding. And the best hen night ever. Look at the schedule. Oh, yeah, it's very impressive. You've got a stretch coach and horses coming to pick you up at 7pm. <laughs> you have no idea how hard it is to get stretch horses at this time of year. <laughs> oh, sounds like the girls are here. Come on, Anne. Whatever. Excuse us, Thomas. Cost me, ladies. Oh, Thomas, you've invented something, haven't you? Would you like to know what it is, sire? I can see what it is. A wooden box with a little window at one end. Developed expressly for the royal wedding, so each guest can preserve their memories of the special day. Inside this box are six squares of elm and an artistic woodpecker. <laughs> and what does it do? The user simply points the end with the window at what he wants to record for posterity and presses this button, exposing the scene to the woodpecker, who instantly pecks it into one of the squares of elm. There it is. Oh, a woodcut of me. Thomas, that's incredible. What do, you, what do you call this device? Well, sir, because it is both instant and automatic, I have dubbed it the bloody quick image capturing machine. <laughs> oh, this is so exciting. We haven't seen Kate since school. I bet we don't even recognise her. Charlotte! Puddleton! Can you not recognise each other a bit more quietly? <laughs> So, is this amazing or what? You haven't changed a bit. Well, you have. You're even more annoying. Anne? So, I would totally have been in touch before, but um, if you've seen my chain LinkedIn profile, you'll know that I've been mad busy with charity work, my animal sanctuary, and my role as founder and patron of the National Association of Dragon Survivors. What? Nads? <laughs> Here. Have a T-shirt from our last sponsored walk. Go Nads. <laughs> are a blight so traumatic I help survivors overcome post-tragonic stress syndrome and wipe the soot off them oh wow that is so amazing isn't that amazing Anne sorry I wasn't listening <laughs> shall we come through Sir John hello hello Kate Paddleton <laughs> as lovely as ever oh oh you're like the daughter I never had father I'm right here <laughs> Father, dude, have you seen my copy of Joust 17? Uh, Whoa, royal person in attendance. So this must be Anne's adorable brother. Henry, the last time I saw you, you were drooling down your chin and talking gibberish. <laughs> Give him a toffee and you'll see it again. <laughs> Anne, I really like your friend. She is just like you would be if you were awesome. <laughs> Kate, I hope you'll join us for a nice, quiet, intimate bit of lunch. Uh, uh, oh. What's, uh, going... Sire, I'm Captain Hawkins Palace Security, here to run a security sweep, including body search. Whoa! Does everyone have to, like, take the kecks off and bend over for real? No, sir. This is an external body frisk. You can pull your trousers back up. <laughs> they are up, dude. Uh, he, he always wears them like that, uh, sadly. Commencing frisk! Oh, oh, oh. No, 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 not there. No, no. I'm a bit ticklish, sir. Stop <laughs> it! This is so demeaning, isn't it, Charlotte? Yup, me next. 
Up against that wall, lady. Copy that. You don't have to, Charlotte. Quiet, Anne. The man's got a job to do. <laughs> Thank you. You can go, lady. So sorry about this, Anne. No, you're not sorry. You're loving it. It's pathetic. What's wrong with Anne? Not sure, but I bragged you her frisk. <laughs> Haven't I already done you, miss? No, that was Charlotte. I'm her twin sister, Charlotte. <laughs> The wedding procession will pass through this field. It's a pretty spot. Ah, <laughs> yes. I often paddle in yonder stream and contemplate the world and even drink from its sparkling waters. Do you know it, Sir William? Know it? Ha! Tis the stream that runs under my water closet. I regularly contribute to it. <laughs> and, uh, and from this field, the procession will emerge onto this wonderful view of the church, the forecourt and the 200 tents that... Uh, where the heck did the tents come from? It seems to be some sort of protest. What could have caused this? Oh, I think I know. It seems to have spread. What do we want? London When do we want it? Now! What do we want? London When do we want it? Now! The wedding's tomorrow. What are we going to do? Run these tent rats through for being a bunch of wishy-washy liberals. Sir William, that's... Bloodthirsty, psychotic, and unconscionably brutal. Oh, you're just saying that. <laughs> yes? Captain Hawkins, can I see my father, please? Of course, milady. Hi. I need to see him too. You'd better frisk me. <laughs> Didn't I just frisk you ten minutes ago? Yes, but it's worn off. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Anne. I'm ready. Time to go. Where, Henry? And why are you holding that chicken? Because I'm going to the hen night, duh. <laughs> to a hen night. Why not, fam? I've brought my own hen. Excuse me, strength. Henry, don't you know what a hen night is? I'm not a total duh, father. A hen night is like a cockfight, but with girl chickens. No, it's not. Henry, a hen night is, is an evening of all-female, totally distaff revelry and drunken debauchery. Oh, right. Sounds awesome. <laughs> so, obviously... I'll uh, leave the chicken behind. Let's go, girls. No! <laughs> Duncan, get a move on tying up those horses. It sounds like the hen night has already started. Roger that. Aha! Is that who I think it is? Six knights approach? Not interested. Ah! It's the full Sir Monty, Duncan. The foremost erotic male dance troupe in the land. Interested. <laughs> and now I will join them. I'm sorry, sir. Help me on with this armour, for tonight I am going to become one of the full Sir Monty. But why would you want to perform at Mistress Puddleton's hen night, sire? Because Anne will be there watching, as I say, a wild, erotic pagan dance which has mesmerised and aroused every single woman fortunate enough to have seen it. Except my mother. But at least it taught her to knock before entering my room. Ah, oh, I see your plan. You in a thong, Lady Anne in the crowd. Watching me pluck one of the other bridesmaids from the audience, woo her, marry her, have twelve kids and buy a cockapoo with her, while Lady Anne watches and finally, on her deathbed, admits she should have married Sir William de Warren, and I win! Seems I didn't see your plan. Come on, Duncan. What's taking you so long? I'm sorry, sir. Your wardrobe's in a worse state than mine. This is your old suit of armour. How can you tell? The greaves are flared. 
welcome to Kate's Head Night. Tomorrow, Kate will be taking her vows. All those vows. Funny how they always miss the only one that would produce a happy marriage. A vow of silence. Am I right, fellas? I mean, ladies. Ah, thank you. I've seen plagues funnier than that bloke. They should put the drag queen on. Drag queen? What drag Henry! Henry? Henry who? I know not this Henry would stock off who you speak. We know it's you, you idiot. Oh, crud muffins, eyes rumble. <laughs> I fear you are, sire. <laughs> I mean, I fear you are, sire. <laughs> Duncan, you're wearing a dress too. I'm a Catholic cardinal, Lady Charlotte. It's part of the job description. <laughs> Charlotte, is Anne's brother single? Uh, yeah, why? Because I could climb that like a bonsai. Uh, Kate's coming over. Be nice, Anne. Look at her. So perfect, not a hair out of place. Oh, Kate always did scrub up well. Remember when we were kids, how birds suddenly appeared every time she was near? <laughs> Don't remind me. It's almost as if on the day that she was born, the angels got together <laughs> and decided to create a dream come true. So great party, Charlotte. Thank you so much for organising it. Oh, well, thank you for sprinkling moonlight in your hair and golden stardust in your eyes of blue. Oh, I'm going to vomit. <laughs> well, that's what hen nights are for. I need to keep a clear head for the wedding, but Anne, if you want to drink yourself into an embarrassing and degrading stupor, you go for it. After all, no one's going to be looking at you tomorrow. Right, that's it. And now, ladies and ladies, time to meet tonight's entertainment. The seven saucy sirs known as the Fool Sir Monty! I believe in miracles! Where are you from? You sexy thing! Six. Well, think it's by six, get one free. Lose the greaves, lose the tacit, get it all off. Um, is what I'd say if I was a typical hen party audience member. <laughs> uh, what? Hold on, hold on, dude. Bates, what have you got there? Breakfast, sire. Two boiled eggs and toast. Shaba. Funny. I don't remember ordering this. That's because I did. Ah! <laughs> what are you doing in my bed? Help! There's a girl in my bed! Hey! There's a girl in my bed! did you get in my bed? Don't remember. We were both pretty drunk. What I do know is, last night, I made you a man. Wicked. What did you make him out of? Straw? Is he full size? Because <laughs> if he's full size, we could burn him. No, Henry, we spent last night in joyful conjugation. Made the beast with two bottoms. And in crossing my equator, you passed from innocence to adulthood. I am a man. <laughs> a man? A man. <laughs> now, let's have our boiled eggs. Only if you cut my toast up into brave, crunchy soldiers. <laughs> what do we want? When do we want it? Now! What do we want? Hello, excuse me, have you seen my friend? She looks like this. 
Uh, sorry it's out of focus. I think the woodpecker had too many mead cosmos. I mean, Anne, over there. Anne! You haven't joined the Occupy Woodstock movement. Yes, I have. Their arguments are so compelling. Tell her, Graham. Ordinary people across the world are sick of having to live lives of increasing austerity while the rich pay themselves huge bonuses for doing nothing. And they're sick of princes marrying people called Kate instead of people called Anne. Actually, it's slightly less of a worry for most people. (laughs) Here they are, Duncan. The most fearsome array of mercenaries ever assembled. Those demonstrators will scatter like thistledown in a hurricane. Aren't our most fearsome mercenaries actually in the Holy Land slaughtering heathen? I admit it's not my usual team. In fact, I haven't worked with them before. But uh, here is the manifest. Step forward, Robert Fry. Here, sir. Uh, says here they call you the Widowmaker. Excellent. Actually, that's a typo. It should say window maker. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Uh, Armand de Lefebvre, the butcher of Boulogne. Aha! And how many men did you slaughter there? Uh, zero, monsieur. But if you are ever in Boulogne and you need mince, sausages, or a delicious anglais, I am your man. <laughs> Perhaps you should have studied this manifest more closely, sire. I fear you were right. What does it say about Jack Barrett, the angel of death? He's deaf. (laughs) Herman Schiff, the Bavarian ripper? A tailor. And fearsome Frank Donegan? Afraid of his own shadow. Who said that? (laughs) This massacre may be less fun than I thought. Morning, Henry. You're up late. I challenge you to a duel. Uh, come again? You heard me, fam. Either duel me, or I demand to open some pickles with a really tight lid, because today, I am a man. Uh, I'm sorry? I have completed the rite of passage. All must travel on their journey from boy to man. You've paid road tax for the first time. (laughs) And now, father, you can start to take life easy, for I shall be taking over the manly duties around here. Oh, this is welcome news, Henry, as it means that when the king arrives, you can explain the army of protesters camped outside the church and try to calm him down. Wouldn't you rather do it, father? I don't know, Henry. It depends. Who's the man? You demand, father. (laughs) I thought you'd say that. Good day, sirs. What do you want here? Hello, I am Sir William de Warren, scourge of the heathen, knight of the realm and part-time private dancer. (laughs) You all have one minute to leave or you will be ruthlessly massacred and these streets will run red with your blood. Before that, would you like to visit our refreshment tent? Refreshment tent? Ooh. Does he have anglais? I could murder a cup of tea. Well, no, 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 wait, where are you? No, come back. This is... Oh, this is what happens when you recruit mercenaries from Lord Craigslist. <laughs> Warren, what are you doing? I'm trying to organise a massacre, but you just can't get the psychopaths. <laughs> Down to me, then. Who's first to die for their beliefs? I am. Well, Lady Anne, Zunes. If you intend to stab any of us, you will have to stab me first. Lady Anne, you know I cannot raise my sword in your presence. That's not what I've heard. <laughs> so I stand down. Ooh, I'll stab her. Let me stab her. Quiet, Henry. Ah, uh, the protesters have won. Sorry, Duncan. All is not lost. 
I have been negotiating with the Occupy organisers, and we've agreed a way to ensure the wedding goes ahead. Really? Uh, any massacring involved at all? No, we don't need any swords, just these. Hand them out, Anne. Invitations? Of course. Death by a thousand paper cuts. Ingenious. <laughs> Actually, I'm inviting all the protesters to the royal wedding. <laughs> and uh, paying to use their tents as marquees for the reception. <laughs> Anne, this means you can be a protester and come to the wedding. What do you say? Oh, all right. Changing the world's more fun than marrying into a stuffy and bred family anyway. So the wedding's on. There is a god. You sound surprised. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the royal wedding. I'm Billy Backshot, royal correspondent of the Murky. And I'm Lord James Whittacombe, the only man in the country to make the royal family look chavvy. <laughs> Security's obviously a big consideration today, and Sir John's servant Thomas has invented a special frame all the guests must pass through designed to find concealed weapons by detecting metal. Meaning that half the guests are having to remove their armour. <laughs> There we are, sir. If you just take everything off... This is like Kate's stag night all over again. <laughs> and give it another go. No, it's still bleeping and you start naked. Can I tell you your name, sir? Prince Albert. <laughs> that would explain it. Oh, Kate, you look lovely. Oh, I know. Uh, where's Anne? Well, she burned her bridesmaid's dress, so she's having to make one from a protester's tent. She made me this dress from a tent, too. Do you like it? Oh, it's lovely. Can you close your flap? Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a bit roomy. I can sleep two men in here, you know. <laughs> Hi. Sorry I'm late. Had trouble getting the dress to fit. I've had to pull the guy ropes really tight to hold it all together. Oh, I'm just glad you're here and that we've finally settled our differences. Me too. Uh, Prince William has a brother, Harry. He's really cute. And now that we're friends, I'm going to introduce you to him. Thanks. That's our cue. Oh, it's so exciting knowing the whole nation's eyes are going to be on humble little me. <laughs> Better give the guy ropes another pull. Wow, Anne. Those ropes have really accentuated your backside. <laughs> and the bride is walking up the aisle, followed by her bridesmaids, including Lady Charlotte and Lady... Wowzer! What an outstanding derriere. Anne, you cow! And it seems every eye in the church is on Lady Anne's bootylicious rear end. That's it! The wedding's ruined! Duncan, get as many woodcuts of that as you can. I'm trying, sir. I fear my pecker is overheating. I can relate to that. That was The Castle by Kim Fuller and Paul Alexander. It starred James Fleet as Sir John Woodstock, Neil Dudgeon as Sir William de Warren, Martha Howe Douglas as Lady Anne, Ingrid Oliver as Charlotte, Jonathan Kidd as Duncan and Thomas, Stephen Kimmon as Henry, and Lewis MacLeod as Bates, with special guest Jess Robertson as Kate Puddleton. The music was by Guy Jackson, it was created by Kim Fuller, and the producer was David Tyler. The programme was a positive production for the BBC. BBC.